Hi, I'm Matt Cotty and I'm a licensed clinical social worker and I specialize in helping people take their lives back from OCD and anxiety. And on this podcast, I'm going to share with you simple tools, strategies, and principles that will help you on your journey to recovery. Because once you apply the proper knowledge and strategies, you can begin to transform and restore your mind and body. And when we heal as individuals, we can promote that healing into our families and communities and ultimately create a better world for everyone from the inside out. Welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Show. All right. Hey guys, welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Show. My name is Matt Cotty. And in this episode, I want to talk about what to do when you are stuck in OCD and anxiety. And so there's four specific things I want to talk about today because when you're stuck, it's, it it seems like this daunting, overwhelming situation, right? Like sometimes the idea, like when you're really caught in it and, and if you've never been caught in it, then it's, it's hard to really understand what I'm saying, I think, because it's like, you can maybe conceptualize the idea of feeling anxious and stuff. But I mean, when you're stuck in the loop, it's like this, this weight is just on you. You know, and, 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 um, so when you're in that situation, it's like getting through the day can, can seem overwhelming enough, right? Let alone the week and the month and how long am I going to be here and all that stuff, you know? So, um, the four things that I want to talk about are awareness, authenticity, um, focus and goals, right? And I'm going to kind of break down each one of those today on our on our episode um but before we dive in if you could really help us out by liking and subscribing and sharing and and even commenting and and, um you know any way you can support the show like that because it helps the algorithm and it helps get this out to more people and it shows the platforms that people are watching this and so um so that would really help us out if you could do that and i would really appreciate it so let's go ahead and talk about awareness first. So what do I mean by awareness? You're like, well, Matt, I'm very aware if I'm in the loop. Of course, I'm aware of that. But I want to go a deeper level of awareness here. So the two things that we need to be aware of when we're caught in the loop is if we're caught in the loop, it means that all four of these things exist. There's the intrusive thoughts, there's the feelings and then there's the behaviors that cause relief. And then that loop starts to spin. And the more that loop spins, the more that lens and that veil kind of um, lifts over your eyes. So, so the best way that I can, I, I try to describe this to people when you're really in it is it's like there's this lens or this veil, right? That, that just kind of comes over your consciousness and everything looks different. It looks scary. It looks dark, right? Um, it look it looks um what's the word i'm looking for kind of bleak or glint um you know like like it, it just grim maybe that's the word so when when you're in this it's not about being aware that you're in it it's about being aware of the lens or the veil and that that exists right now and that you know on the other side of the veil there's the real you and the real you that sees things and is joyful and in your spirit and love and all that good stuff that's in you but when you're in it that veil comes over and that veil is is brutal when you're in it 
So the awareness of that lens or the awareness of the veil that kind of forms is so important because when you're looking through it, 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 it looks real. You know, the, the, I mean, another way that you might want to even entertain or another analogy you might want to entertain is this idea of being caught in a spell. You know, I'm not like saying that, you know, this is about witchcraft or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. It's just like um, there's a there's a good scene in the movie, The Lord of the Rings um, in the Two Towers. And the king is under the spell of this, you know, this bad dude. I don't know. I don't It's been a long time since I've seen the movie. But, you know, when he, you know, it's like they're talking to the king and he just, he just can't see that he's under the spell. But when he finally breaks the spell, everything becomes clear. And that's kind of what it's like when you're in the, in the lens or under the veil of fear. It's like, you just, it's so hard to be aware of that. So that's the first step is just becoming aware that I'm in the lens, that I'm in the loop, that I'm in the veil. And that while I'm in this, things are going to look distorted. They're going to look dark. They're not going to see things. So I'm not going to feel how I normally feel. And, and just being aware of that. Okay. Because that's, that, that is, if we aren't aware of that, what happens is we start thinking that the thoughts we're having are actually the problem or the feelings we're having are actually the problem. We get reactive and we do more behaviors and we end up digging ourselves deeper in the, the loop. So hopefully that makes sense. Um, number two is I want to talk about being authentic. So, and, and again, I'm speaking about this from, you know, from personal, personal experience, guys. It's like, it's like, this is like, this is not me sharing like theory. This is like, this is stuff that I've learned over time is just really important to understand. Um, so, so when I say to be authentic again, like this is, I think one of the big mistakes people make is they try to be and feel ways that they're not feeling or, or being right. So authentic. It doesn't mean that I want you to throw a pity party for yourself or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. But in order to be authentic, you know, you have to be able to vocalize your truth, right? And a lot of times what I think people do, and myself included, is we are like, you know, someone asks us how we're doing. We're like, oh, I'm fine. You know, I'm fine. Yeah, things are good. And they're not good, you know? And, 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 it's not that you need to share this with every. It's like when you go to get coffee, you don't need to go up to the barista and be like, oh, I'm having a terrible day. I just want you to know that, you know, it's like, that's not, that's not what I'm saying, but, but it's, it's a thing where you do need to be authentic with people that are close to you and you need to be able to express what's going on to trusted people. And you don't need to always put on the face, right? Cause that's, that's one of the things that people do is they put on this fake facade, like things are good. And essentially they are bearing what they're really experiencing. And, and one of the ways through this is to authentically feel what you are feeling. That might be sadness. It might be, um, it might be anxiety. It might be, you know, panic. It might be fear. It might be, I mean, like, you know, we have to be able to authentically feel our feelings. That's like, that's one of the keys to getting out is you, you have to make room for these feelings to surface. And yes, these feelings are uncomfortable. It doesn't mean they're bad, right? It just means that they're uncomfortable. 
and, and like I talked about in the last couple episodes of embracing uncomfortable feelings, it's like, yeah, I would love to just feel joy all the time. And I hope that I get to that place, you know, like, I mean, where it's just every single moment is joy. Unfortunately, like I'm human and there are things that happen that, you know, make me experience other feelings. It doesn't mean that those feelings are bad, but joy and love are the easiest feelings for me to accept and allow where the, the other feelings are that are uncomfortable, you know, fear, anxiety, worry, right. You know, I mean, grief, right. Sadness, the, these feelings, they, they are, they're uncomfortable, but that doesn't mean that I shouldn't experience them or that I should bury them and only pretend to be happy. And, and this, and this is like, need to learn to be authentic to what you're feeling, giving yourself space to feel what you're feeling. Now, meditation is a, is a good place to do that. You know, prayer. I mean, like, you know, like you have to find some level of authenticity, authenticity within yourself to be able to express what you're feeling. So the next is where we focus. Okay. So we talked about awareness, um, authenticity, and then focus. So when I say focus, one of the things that keeps people stuck when you're, when you're really in this loop is they focus on one of two things. They, they either focus on a time in the past when they were feeling like, let's say a hundred percent. Right. So like if we used a scale of, you know, percentages of how we're feeling, let's say a hundred percent is like our top and 0% is like, dude, I'm, I'm down in the dumps. Right. And let's say that you get caught in the loop and you move to like, let's say 40%. So what a lot of people will do is they'll focus on a time in the past when they felt 100. And what they'll do is they'll constantly compare themselves to that feeling. So so the idea is, is that they're always checking in and always focus. Oh, gosh, do I feelings? Oh, God, there it is. Oh, geez, it's here again. Oh, today's gonna suck. Um, and and we kind of get into this headspace of focusing on our feelings and then comparing them to alternative times that don't actually exist, right? The past doesn't exist anymore. Neither does the future. There is just how you feel right now. That's all, right? So, so when we focus, <clears throat> the best thing that we can focus on is now, the present today, right? And, and because so many people, what they do is they either get caught in trying to feel how they felt in the past, or they get caught in worrying about how they're going to feel in the future. So they start, oh gosh, how long is this going to be here? Do I have to handle this tomorrow? Do I have to handle it this week? What about this wedding that's coming up? What if I'm anxious for that? Right. And, and we're taking this feeling and we're kind of carrying it into the future or trying to, you know, change, you know, go into the past causes all sorts of rift raft in our brain and emotions. Right. I mean, it just it just causes more disturbance. So when we're talking about focusing, what what we want to focus on is just, hey, how do I feel right now? How do I feel? You know, and OK, this is what's happening right now. OK, and here's what I'm working on right now. You know what? And if I feel anxious tomorrow, I'll cross that bridge when I need to. OK, but I'm not going to try to handle tomorrow today. And I don't know, you know, I'm going to give this feeling as much space as possible. I'm going to give it as much space as possible. And that's, and that's all I'm going to do today is I'm going to try to allow my body to do what it needs to do to feel what it needs to feel. And I'm going to trust my body. Now that is a hard thing to do. It's a hard thing to do, but, um, 
but but if you're like me right in in other times you know like when when i've really been caught in the in the loop it's like i go into like mr fix it crazy mode you know i'm like i need to do this i need to i need to work out i need to take supplements and meditate and and i start going into all these things to try to change how i'm feeling right and the the issue with that is is that actually perpetuates the loop so when when i notice anxiety surface up you know the my goal and the best the, the best thing that i know i can do is actually to give it space to give it space that's it you know so um the last thing is just goals um so with goals like i said one of the things that people do is they try to make themselves feel like they if they're feeling 40 percent, right you know like let's just say that that's kind of where they are in the scale they try to set the goal for 100%. And the problem with that is, is that even if they have an improvement to 50%, they still see it as like, it's not good enough. Need to be 100, need to be 100, need to be 100. So setting goals for yourself that are actually going to help you navigate out of this is, is really important. And the goal I recommend, and I got this from um, James Altucher. So shout out to James Altucher. Um, you know, he's actually a, a finance guy. Um, but he talked about in his book, gosh, I think it was choose yourself. He talked about this idea of just getting 1% better. Right. And that if, if let's say we're at, you know, 40%, well, if I focus on getting 1% better a day, so from 40 to 41 to 42 to 43, and that's all my focus was, well, one, it's a, it's an obtainable goal. I can get 1% better today, especially just in one aspect of my life. If I can get 1% better at, at you know, choosing my meals than I did yesterday. It's like, all right, well, I chose a healthier meal than yesterday. That's good. Or, you know, Hey, I didn't work out yesterday. I went for a walk today. I got 1% better. And we start chipping, you know, 1%, 1%. Well, if we did that, then in a hundred days, we would be a hundred percent different than where we are. Right. And kind of giving ourselves that space to do that. See so many people, they don't give space to themselves. They don't give, they don't give, um, any, any space for feelings, any space to, to handle things. It's like they just, they go into solve and they get stressed about being stressed and, you know, and it just compile the, the discomfort on. So these goals are these things I think are really helpful when you are stuck. And so, um, so anyways, so I just wanted to share that today. I hope it's helpful. And um, for those of you that are looking for more help, you know, over at Restored Minds, we have several resources for you on this journey. And so um, we have our Taking Back Control program. We also have our groups and as well as our individual coaching that we offer. And so where you, wherever you are, um, you know, I have some links right down below to so some free resources as well to start you on your journey. And so please check those out and please reach out to us if you're struggling and because this is not a journey that you should go alone. You should go out alone, right? It really is something that you should. Thank you so much for watching that video. Right and so if you're struggling with OCD and anxiety, and I, I just right want to let you know that we have a free training for you um, over at Restored Minds where you can start help, learning right? how to it's use like, our AAA like response to really break it, it, out with, of that with loop OCD and ultimately anxiety, take back control of your life. And all you need to do to access is just click the little link below and you'll be taken to a page where you can register today. Talking about it and just kind of venting about it is a temporary solution. You really need to learn the tools to really break you out of that loop. So um, with that said, I hope you guys have a great week and, um, and please check out the resources in the link below and I will see you guys on the next episode. Have a great week.
Thank you for listening to this episode. If you found it helpful, chances are others will too. So if you would please do me a favor and show your support by subscribing and leaving a review, I would really appreciate it. Also, if you're looking for a higher level of support on your journey, we have several resources to support you over at RestoredMinds.com. And we've even included some links right down below in the notes. Lastly, if you have any questions, you can email me at support at RestoredMinds.com. Thanks again for listening, and I hope to see you soon.